Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Survive HR. So excited that you guys are listening in today. Um, we, um, I'm Kelly Shad. I should probably introduce myself, right? So <laughs> for those of you guys that are, that are new listeners, um, and I am joined here today by my co-host, Steve Nail. Hi, Kelly. Yeah, How are you hi. doing? Are you, surviving the, have you, are you surviving the COVID-19 crisis that we are in? Is your husband any better? I know he's feeling better, bad, and we don't know if he's got COVID or not, right? Or do we? My husband is getting better every day, um, but uh, scary times to be sick for sure. Um, and I am, so we're, we're coming to you again today from our houses. <laughs> in right. quarantine um and that's where we've been for i don't quite remember how long um, i've been here three weeks three, three weeks. weeks right it's been about three weeks for me too um it's been it's been interesting um transitioning to full work from home it's even more interesting transitioning to full work from home with five children at home at the same time so all of this is crazy stressful and the reality is especially for our hr folks out there we are drinking from a fire hose every moment of every day news is changing on us literally almost by the minute guidance is changing hourly and it has been for a month now and a month ago, we were just starting to see tricklings and tricklings of this COVID-19 crisis making its way through our nation. And now we're, we're in quarantine and people are getting sick and so many people are dying and there's stimulus packages that we've got to get our hands around and there's employees working from home and employees with anxiety and employees who have lost their jobs and HR folks who are out furloughing people wondering whether or not they're even going to have a job. All of that's incredibly true of our last month and incredibly stressful. And with that, I'd like to introduce our guest today, Leah Marone, who is a psychotherapist who's joined us before. Leah, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Um, these are definitely uncertain and very stressful times, right? And it's all, it's interesting that it's almost created a, a, a very sense of, like a sense of urgency for everyone that's somewhat confusing and comes in different forms for us all. But it's just, yeah, you're right, Kelly. It's, it's like, we think we kind of have a little bit of a handle and then things are constantly changing. So it's very uncertain times, very hard. What what are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we, 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 we've got a lot, as Kelly mentioned, there's been lots of changes and companies and and law firms and everybody's been focused on all these immediate changes, you know, and, and laying people off. And I know folks are being laid off by literally the millions uh, mm -hmm. at this point. And uh, the thing that we haven't talked a lot about, but I've, I've been hearing some of it from folks in the HR community is, is all these issues that are coming up with different things like stress, anxiety, marital conflict, depression, drug and alcohol uh, abuse and maybe dependency? I mean, what are you seeing? Yeah, I think the big thing that really for me just encompasses, like a good word that encompasses everything and all the things you just mentioned is grief. Like we are all grieving in different ways and different forms. We're all grieving from 
you know, our norm, what our norm was, what our, our foundations were. And so we're all grieving and having to readjust and we're, and people are doing that, as we know, in very different ways. Um, it's been very interesting to see in terms of, like you said, stress and anxiety. Um, I, I work with a lot of individual patients with intense social anxiety or different things like that. And it's been interesting to see overall, like in that area, a decrease in some anxieties because we have this structure now. The, the fear of like the FOMO has almost kind of disappeared in a lot of people's lives because we're all kind of in the same boat. We're not missing out on some of those social things or some of these things that were going on. But on the flip side, anxiety has increased in, for, for many in the sense of just what's going to happen? Where do I go? How do I create my own structure? You know, where, where do I have control? And so it's been very interesting kind of the differences that we've seen in increases in anxieties, but decreases in others, if that makes sense. That yeah, is does. really fascinating. Um, that's, that's really fascinating. Obviously, as someone who's more anxious as a result of this whole COVID-19 crisis, I never even imagined the other side of it. But you're right. Um, that's, that's incredibly fascinating. One of the areas, um, Leah, that I'd love you to talk about is, you know, from, from my perspective, where I sit, where Steve sits, we are navigating this world this whole world while trying to also steer a ship of employees who are looking to us mm -hmm. to make, to, to, to drive the ship, right. Or, and looking to the leadership teams to drive these ships and mm -hmm. not to say that we're, but so, so we're constantly flooded. It's, it's been a tsunami of sorts of information that we're trying to, gather our heads around while still trying to make sure we're handling the people and the human element effectively and making sure that they're taken care of. What advice would you have for the overstressed, anxious HR professional at this point? Sure. Well, I think it kind of goes back, first of all, to that old saying of like, you can't really take care of anybody else if you're not taking care of yourself, right? I mean, that's, we've all heard that. And I think that's incredibly true. And especially now that a lot of our, our days have shifted and we're working from home and we have new norms, it is so important to identify, you know, and create your own structure. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean rigidity and like, you know, judgment and all these things. So I've had some people that are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then when we fail, we have a, a sense of a judgment. And that's not where we want to go. We want to go more with that self-care route of, I still need to get up in the morning. I still need to get ready for the day. I need to create a workspace that's different from my bedroom so that I'm physically going somewhere. I need to, um, you know, get outside. I need to have um, just some, some presence. I need to create things so that I'm taking care of myself and in a general, have a general sense of control of certain things going on in my world so that I am able to kind of, you know, share that empathy, be, you know, be present for people that are going through these things. And the reality is, is that we don't have the answers. And so we need to be, we need to be real with that. We need to be supportive and we don't need to give people misinformation um, or kind of say, oh, you know what, your job's going to be fine and you're going to be fine. We need to listen and we need to see where people are at and not make these promises. Um, but again, in order for us to do that, we have to have the capacity. So that starts with being real with what's happening with us 
during this time. That's interesting. Um, I've seen, I tell you, I can, you know, in my neighborhood, I can see, I've seen more people out and about, and I guess that's what they're doing, mm -hmm. is trying to cope, get a little exercise and, and relieve a little stress, but I've seen more people out walking and running and cycling mm -hmm. and pushing strollers. I mean, who I don't even know or I've never seen before. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, what, you know, what about as an employer and particularly, you know, now we've still got people working in some of the, in some facilities and we got a lot of remote people, but what signs should, should HR folks, management folks be looking for that would be tips that something's not quite right with the person emotionally or mentally at this point? Mm -hmm. Well, I think even to just kind of back up a little bit before I answer that, it's so important, I think, as HR to have it established with your teams, with your groups, with your company, that everybody kind of has a check-in source, you know, that we all have, and not necessarily calling it a buddy, but that we have these check-ins, you know, we have these Zoom meetings, that we have either someone that we are checking in with or that we are coming together as a group so that no one falls through the cracks. You know, we're, we're experiencing, a lot of people are experiencing so much isolation, so much loneliness. And so I think that's first and foremost, a big thing that companies can do is just having those check-ins, you know, uh, of course, some of it work-related, but again, just how are you doing? How are you adjusting? How are we coping? And because we are finding that more people, we have something we all can relate to now, right? We have a commonality. Now, of course, we're, we're kind of going about it sometimes in, in very different ways, but we all share this. We all know and have a higher level of empathy, and we're finding that people are actually sharing a little more and are kinder, which is a wonderful thing. And so I think really as, as HR professionals, it's so important that we use that and we use that commonality and really make it possible for our employees to, to have a go-to, to have that option, to just even say, you know what, it's been really tough this week. Um, those, that, first and foremost, is, is the key, so that the communication is there. Um, but I think some of the signs, once those things are established, some of the signs are if people open up and they just say, I, I can't get it together, or I can't, I, my productivity is just really going down, or I'm just not feeling good, you know, all those types of things. You know, as HR professionals, I think that's when you can say, okay, so what kind of structure are you trying to create for yourself? Or what are your certain categories or bubbles that you need to check off during the day? So asking those exploratory questions and letting them come up with the answers rather than, you know, you kind of coming up for the, you know, with the answers for them, because then you have the ownership rather than them. So I think, you know, certain things when people are, you do find that maybe you do have a check-in partner, or you have a group, and someone is starting to be absent from those, or someone is starting not to engage in those, that's a good red flag, that's a good indicator that they need maybe some more check-ins. Um, I know, too, it's been helpful for some companies to have, you know, links on their website of just different options, different helpful tips. Um, you know, resources, uh, virtual resources, things like that. I know a lot of therapists, including myself, we've all gone virtual now. So it is easier to access therapists if need be. Um, but I do, I don't know if you guys have found this, but I really do think that people are opening up a little bit more and just saying, this is really hard, or I'm feeling this, or, are you feeling this? And people know that nine times out of 10, someone's going to be able to relate to them on a, on a higher level because we're all experiencing the same thing. Yeah, I think that's true, and I, I think, you know, for me, 
uh, personally, I've been writing, um, you know, writing notes to my employees uh, because mm-hmm. everybody's had to make a switch. I mean, you know, at the university, we've we've gone all online from a traditional, you know, seated classroom mm-hmm. with traditional students to online. Some of these many, you know, several of these courses have not got any designs for uh, or have not been designed for an on, online. So there's been a heck of a lot of work. People are uh, working longer hours, harder, mm-hmm. it's more stressful. So I've actually had Zoom, one Zoom call with the whole team just to check in, see how they were doing, talk about it, talk about any of the good things, the bad things, things that we're learning uh, to, mm-hmm. again, reiterate how how proud I am of them, how much I know the effort they're putting into this. And then I've been sending individual notes to people uh, from time to time as well, the professors and all, just to, to, to ask them how they're doing and check in on them and make sure they're doing okay, particularly if they're, they really don't have a whole lot of online experience or have had to change, yeah. make some significant changes. And I, I think it's actually actually um, help, helping uh, the folks. And the other thing that I've, I've found is that even though many, many people it seems are focused on all the negative things. I I think it's good to try to focus on some of the positive things as well. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there are positive things that can come out of this. To your point, people are kinder. They all have something that they're kind of unified around. But you're also mm-hmm. spending, and it can be good or bad, I guess. Um, you know, I've heard the divorce rates or filing for divorces has gone up. But I mean, you're you know you you are able to spend more time with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, you know, people just need to, you know, try to figure out ways to, to make that be a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been really interesting because I've seen an increase kind of in um, family and couples therapy just in the last few months and, or a few weeks, I'm sorry. And it's been a, it's been an interesting way um, to kind of turn it and say, we do have some more family time or some more couple time or whatever it may be which can be difficult, but it also gives us an opportunity um, with less external distractions, you know, like our jobs and going to soccer, or whatever it may be. We don't have all those distractions. So really we're faced with, you know, kind of this, <laughs> kind of all the things right in our face, all the um, things that we do need to address in relationships, whether it's with our spouse or partner, whether it's with our children or whoever it may be, they're kind of in our face and it gives us this unique opportunity to, um, to kind of understand more of our behaviors, our communication patterns, to kind of look at some of these things and and hit them head on. Um, whereas before, I think a lot of us hid behind our all of our distractions. So it's been an interesting thing. I do think that for some people, this is actually going to be seen as a gift, um, a gift of time. You know, we we always asked ourselves when we were going to have enough time to do something, and obviously this isn't the way we needed it. Got mm-hmm. it, right? So this is. This is the time to make sure you're making breakfast for your kiddos where before they were eating at school and things of the sort. Um, what advice, Leah, would you have for the, the stressed out working parents trying to manage both keeping up with their careers and being present at work while also trying to homeschool little humans or manage yeah. small children while school is out? Yes, and I can directly relate to this one. <laughs> I know you can too. Me. <laughs> um, I think I need you to tell I, me how to do it, Leah, yeah. because I'm not doing it well. Hey, I was wondering. I was really, Leah. Leah. I was. I was wondering how long it would take to turn this into a personal therapy session for <laughs> Kelly, and she actually made it. She made it longer than I thought. I thought it would be maybe 
two to three minutes, but she's actually made it short. <laughs> like twenty. Of- <laughs> <laughs> it is like twenty. Wow. Well, Leah, teach me I the have- ways, Leah. <laughs> well, God, that's a big that's a, a big task. I'm kidding, but I think <laughs> I think there's three different almost modalities, if you will, that I've kind of kind of created. I think for different um, people that I work with and for myself, and one of them is just if you're a list person, the list is simply like make sure you're still getting ready for the day, you know, move or go outside at some point in the day, creating that new workspace, practicing some type of presence, whether you're a full-blown meditator or you're just going to set an alarm at some time during the day to check in with yourself and go, how am I, how the heck am I feeling right now? You know, am I pissed off? Am I okay? How am I doing? The other one, and I've mentioned this in um, the previous uh, time we spoke is, is bookends. It's an easy way to kind of, when you have all these roles and all these things, you don't really feel like you're in control, is to have something in the morning that you do that's in your control, that you enjoy doing, um, that you, you know, can be really mindful and repeat every day, and then something at the end of your day that's yours. And so it kind of, it's that mentality that, you know, I have control of something in my morning, something in my evening, the middle is kind of, ugh, who knows how that's going to go, but at least I have these things. So some people like that list. Some people like more of the bubbles or category strategies. And I think if you look at that way, it's more having those, you know, they can be, unique, be your own unique bubbles or categories, but like for me, it's self-care, relaxed, movement, something healthy. I want to learn something and I want to do some type of engagement with someone. And so this gives me a lot of flexibility where I'm not rigid with myself, where if I don't do something like I'm going to exercise every day, or I'm going to get up at five every day, or I'm going to do this every day, I'm setting myself up for failure. So kind of having these bubbles or these general little categories that, you know, for example, for movement, maybe one day I do go out and run three miles, but the next day, maybe I'm not feeling it and I want to stretch it gives you that sense of momentum. It gives you that sense of control. And I think we're, you don't want to set yourself up for failure. Um, so those are just some things. And the last one is, I think, really, if those are too, too rigid for you and you're more just like, I don't want anything else kind of as something where I could um, fail it and you want it to just be more vague, it's more just being present and being kind with yourself. And I know that sounds vague, but it's more just having those check-in times exercising that patience and really understanding that, you know, we are all in a time of uncertainty and we do need to be kind and we don't need to, you know, again, have all these expectations or all these things that we need to control because it's just not a possibility. So I, I really do. I think with all those roles and transitions, having kind of those set things is very helpful. And I know for me, the biggest thing for me is to just have, have that workspace and kind of set time when I know I have to transition, whether it's to my kids, whether it's to, you know, cooking dinner, whether it's to meeting with a patient, like just kind of planning for some of those transitions because they're, they're more so in your face now than they were before. <laughs> yeah, and, and Leah, both you and Kelly are, are, you know, mothers. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering, maybe this is a little bit, a little bit off topic, maybe not, but it's, you know, I, I wonder if people aren't having some issue like is there now they have all this time with their children and their, their spouses or partners, uh, you know, finding something to do. I mean, I, I mean, I think people need to, I mean, there are, there are places, I'm sure there's websites and social media and all these examples of things you can do together as a family or things you can do with your kids or be creative, uh, 
crafting or something like that that's maybe you don't you haven't ever done before but i think that might also be helpful i mean i've noticed that with with my family members is that coming up with things that maybe really aren't we haven't done you know haven't been done before because there wasn't all this time that now you do so it's kind of being a little bit creative too with how you engage your your other family members yeah Absolutely. I, I mean, know too, we've whipped out some puzzles and that's been fun. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, within uh, probably the next, you know, few weeks to early months, we're going to be sent back out into the world, you know, and we'll be grateful yeah. for that day and we'll miss the time we're spending with our families. So you know, I've told my team that I've told, you know, this is a gift. This is a gift to get those projects done that you weren't getting done before with all of the distractions. We're dealing mm -hmm. with different circumstances from an HR perspective, certainly. And we're dealing with, a, you know, all day long COVID-19. But the reality is now is the time where no one can walk into your office to ask you a question. So figure out a way to get those big things done mm -hmm. that you ordinarily weren't going to get done um, because of all of the daily distractions of like all the humans, right? So and our life is going to yeah. look different after this. Our life will always look different after this. Our life is pre-COVID and post-COVID. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll have, to, we'll have to understand what that new reality looks like. Leah, yeah. thank you so much. Steve obviously wants to say something. He, well, even was, on Zoom, he's gonna, giving me the finger. That's right. And it's not the <laughs> one I, that she typically gives <laughs> me. But it's like, it's a, I, I, but I, Leah, if people, you know, people may need some help. At this point, how would they go about contacting you uh, if if they needed some assistance in this area? Sure. Um, so my, I'm actually just going to give you about my email address. It's Leah L E A H at Leah Marone, which is M A R O N E dot com, um, and that's the easiest way to contact me. And I can definitely steer you in the right direction or talk to you further if need be. Yeah, absolutely. I'll put that yeah, in our blog post as well. I, I, I know lots yeah. of people are interested. Yeah, and so yeah, and I'm, I'm I. It's always fun having you on the the show. You do a great job. And and uh, before we go, Kelly, I do want to thank our sponsors. We got Gallagher, and uh, we also have a Hainsworth Sinker Boyd, our primary sponsor. We really are very appreciative of, of those sponsors for helping us out and uh, and uh, doing the show with us. And I'm thankful yeah, for you, Kelly. You. Even even at a distance, I'm thankful. I'm probably more thankful at a distance than close, close, closer. Uh, but uh, I kind of miss you. So uh, <laughs> I hope you know. You know. See, Leah, I am kind. I occasionally say, <laughs> Leah, he's doing his gratitude practice right now. This is his <laughs> daily gratitude practice. Good. This is his check daily that gratitude. One off. Yeah, Leah, just be kind to one so another, much. be kind to each other too. Everyone just be kind to yourselves and be patient and, and we're, we're all in this. We got this. So thank you yeah, guys thank so you. much for having me. Thank you, Leah.